the sound of my computer clicking should signify that I am maximizing the screen. Ah, shit. We're full size, baby. Oh, yeah. Which means it can only be time for one thing. It's another episode of Road Sodas. No way. Oh, yeah. All right. I'm one of your hosts, a big fucking idiot. And I am your other big fucking idiot host. Nice. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing good. You big? Feeling pretty big. All right. I feel like a fucking idiot, so (laughs) we got it. That's both both boxes checked. Ah, damn right. All systems are dumb. Let's hit it. We got emails, man. We got multiple emails. We're going (sighs) to... I got to hit one right off the bat. Couple episodes back, we had a call to action about a brain guy, a brain, a brain. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll call him Brain Man. And I just kind of wanted to know if I was losing my mind. People would seem to enjoy the episode in in general, which is good. But uh, I asked if anybody else had experienced this guy in other schools or people that went to my elementary school and also might remember it. And we got a response. Uh, unfortunately, we got the response the morning after we recorded another episode, and there's already delay on these. So it's for the listener. There's going to be about almost a month, I think, maybe three weeks of yeah. of gap between. But the the response came quickly, and um, I'm just going to read it because it's everything I wanted to hear from a listener. It's titled "Brain Jars." And it goes thusly: Ben and James. After Ben plugged Road Sodas on Facebook a few weeks ago, I've been making my way through the back catalog. But when I saw the episode description for this week, I had to jump ahead. As soon as Ben mentioned weird Kenmore assemblies, I immediately thought of the brains in jars. I also asked my sister if she remembered anything like that. She didn't remember any brains, but she did recall him bringing a set of human lungs. I also remember his claiming to have the cigarette companies trying to shut him down, but I don't remember any specific countermeasures. I can confirm this is not something Ben just imagined, but a real recurring assembly at Kenmore. Same goes for silent lunches and organized macarena-ing. Uh, if you need any more, did this actually happen? I'm happy to help. And uh, we're just going to call call this person Andrew. And Thanks, bud. Thank you, Andrew. Good to hear from you. Great to hear. I have not. So just kismet, just pure coincidence. The episode that we recorded the night before was the one where I was telling a story that involved Andrew. Uh there's an edit. <laughs> that involved him. Yeah. That, yeah, that involved him. And uh And them mixing up his name. Yeah. But, yeah. And I think I told the story poorly because I wanted to make fun of the reporter. I, I hope it did not come up, uh, across as me making fun of him at all. Andrew was, I think, my first friend growing up. Like, we played together as, like, one month old. Or I think he's a month older than me. So I guess he was double my age at that point. But we played with each other quite young. And we uh, went th- through uh, kindergarten through high school. I, th- I don't see why we would have gone to separate kindergartens, but I'm positive of first through senior year, if nothing else. And uh yeah, just we went to different colleges in different states. And I just I don't he think went I, to my college. He went to your college. I don't and think I saw I've, him every now and then. I don't think I've talked to him since we graduated high school. Not for any particular. I, like I don't believe we had a falling out. I still think of him fondly yeah, but good to uh, hear from you great yeah. to hear from him my mom keeps me posted on on stuff that she hears from his mom so what well, so yeah uh, sounds like things in general are going great and that's great so brain jars guy real guy please help us figure out his name i mean sure long run we'd like to find out what his purpose was if he's just fully psychotic or if 
there's any truth to any of this, why he was telling it to elementary school kids, why the elementary school let him tell that to us. But I'm elated to just have, to just know that I didn't make at least all of it up. Like, it sounds like a lot of it seems to, cause his, his sister's a couple years older, a few years older than us, and she also attended that elementary school. So, yeah. We've got a nice, doing well. yeah. a nice span of years covered here in the nineties that, uh, this, this man would have been going around. Well, imagine combining all three of your, your Kenmore, you know, points there. Just imagine a brain guy assembly during a silent lunch where you, when you were done, you had to do the Macarena. Silently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that'd be hell. And then you drink milk out of a bag. Remember milk bags, everybody? Just a bunch of brains and jars that you can't hold because you're silently eating your lunch with your head down because you accidentally talked. Yep. Kids doing the macarena because they ate too quick. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Thanks for writing in. Thanks for confirming I'm not nuts. And if anybody has any further information, you know, the line's still open, whatever line that is. It's roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Uh, hit us up. Maybe if you had a different brain guy come to your school. Let us know about them, because I want to know about the different brains that they're putting in the hands of children. Yeah, and I don't remember the set of lungs, but that would make way more sense for a cigarette company to be showing us lungs. So maybe those went bad in his trunk or something. Who knows? But, uh yeah, feel free to write in with just, like, the craziest assemblies you had growing up. I mean, assemblies were such a weird thing, because it was usually, like... They were either unbelievably boring or like a warning that something terrible had happened or like could happen. Yeah. Our middle school had an auditorium. Our elementary school did not. Like if yeah. we had if we had the parents in for something, you know, some sort of play or something, it's folding chairs. Otherwise for an assembly, it's like sit on the tile. Like please. Hell yeah. S- sit cross legged. Don't make a scene. We were the same as well. Uh, yeah. we, our, our, we had a wall separating the gym and the cafeteria that was like a fake wall that you could just like fold into the wall. So they would do that for like when we had like concerts and stuff for like the, the shitty little concert band. And uh quick story about that. My first ever concert band performance, which for, I, I, I believe at least a uh, gun to my head, I could probably track down a copy of this on video, but hell yeah. It's it's out there somewhere, but uh, I played baritone and I would practice with the trombones. And the way they had us go up was by section, and we would play a little, a little, a short little thing, probably like a minute, two minutes long. And then you went and sat down in the folding chairs that were on the stage. And then once all the groups were up, we'd play a song all together that was probably just horrifically bad because we were all in fourth grade and it was the first year learning it. But because I played baritone and I was in fourth grade, I couldn't stand and hold it yet; it was too big. And for, for those who don't know, a baritone's a, a smaller tuba, but it's still too big for a fourth grader. It's, it's not a tiny instrument by any means. It's bigger than a French horn, but it's. Yeah. The, the trombone like got all bent and then had sex with a tuba. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's the same octave as a trombone. So that's why I would practice with them. But I was the only one out of the group that was not playing a trombone. So when we went up, the trombones all stood very easy to stand with the trombone. We've all seen ska bands. And then they, they slid a, a, one of the folding chairs forward for me towards the front of the stage. And I sat down, I got my little music stand, you know, I was folding, folding the, the music out, getting ready to play. And then as the, the conductor, the man who would later be very disappointed in me, raised up his conducting wand, I sat forward and flipped fully off the stage because only three of the legs were on the stage and the fourth one was 
hanging off the edge. So when I sat forward, the weight shifted to the front. I went a tumbling <laughs> off, knocking awesome. over the music stand, sending music flying, landing on the baritone. And it was one of those moments where I was completely fine because I was in fourth grade and you just, yeah, ba- indestructible. You, you just bounce off of shit. But every dad that was in the front row just hopped up and picked up everything. So like suddenly I'm suspended. The music stands suspend. <laughs> everything's just off the ground. Nothing's fixed, but everything's off the ground. Just sort of like, oh, I don't know what to do here, but I've picked this. I up. got this. <laughs> I got. I got a couple of sheets, and so I got uh, like sheets four and five of uh, of this concerto. Yeah. I, so so they they shuffled us off to the side. I, I'm sure I was horrifically embarrassed. I, although I don't really remember, so maybe I wasn't. But it seems like I would be, and then. A different group went up, then went back up, confirmed that I was okay, you know, went back up, played the thing. It was probably terrible. But that, I, I, I remember the whole, I remember just immediately being scooped into the air. That was, uh, that was my takeaway from that. Oh, good job, front row dads. Yeah, classic front Thanks. row dads. Classic front row dads. <laughs> hey, hey, if you're any of those front row dads, I'm doing fine. So thanks. Um, speaking of front row dads, we got another email. Yeah. <laughs> from our number one fan. Yep. This is a response to the more recent episode, Jimbo Desperately Needs Your Help, which is a title that I put up jokingly because a little behind the scenes, Jimbo kind of doesn't want his mystery to be solved. He kind of likes knowing, or he likes not knowing. He likes knowing there's a little mystery out there. And I, I appreciate that. But I also feel like we're just never going to, to find the end of it oh yeah that is until uh this came hot off the press (laughs) it's titled it's gumby damn it (laughs) and it goes thusly road sodas hosts i found the origin of james pipe cleaner figure dream it has been traced back to the very first Sofa Kingdom ad, which ran back in the early to mid-80s before the advent of the interweb. Before I was advising them, they, quote, produced an ad to try to leverage off the popularity of Eddie Murphy's reprise of the Gumby character on SNL. It only aired a few times between 1 to 3 a.m. on local UHF stations. The character did not say yeehaw, as in your dream. It said, Sofa Kingdom, damn it! And then that's signed one of your many fill-a-room listeners, Shaw. I'm going to edit your first name. Uh, and then, P.S., you youngsters who were brought up on the interweb may have to Google UHF stations. You didn't grow up with Dr. Shock. Hey, I grew up with UHF the movie, not yeah. the station. Yeah, <laughs> that's my only – I'll admit that's my only uh, introduction to UHF was the fantastic Weird Al vehicle. And Michael Richards. Uh, Weird Al, mostly uh, Weird Al. Now, now, uh, many times referenced on the pod, Michael Richards. I think coming up for the first time, and <laughs> I'm going to go rightly so. I think <laughs> I think that's it's maybe even too much. Uh, well, he played a janitor with buck teeth. Well, thank you, uh, Pod Dad. I don't tell know what, what to what, do with this. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what, Michael Richards' movie I really like is Problem Child. I mean, he wasn't the main; he was the villain. But for me, for me, it's Airheads. All right, yeah, classic events. Yeah, classic Michael Richards joint. Ah, uh, yeah. But yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks to, thanks to your dad for writing in and yeah. uh, ex- explaining that to us. 
I think the listener might not get a couple of the jokes made there because we didn't read some of his emails because they were so long and or maybe we didn't want to read them <laughs> for other reasons. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Dad, uh, for confusing me further. It's still a mystery. <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh, what you got going on? I I got one thing I want to talk about that's going to be big. But other than that, you know, you got anything good going on this past week, upcoming? Uh, well, I mean, I was going to watch UHF. Nice. It's kind of like a recent development, but any anything spark that? No. Just no. thinking about it lately. Yeah. You, you know, I was watching TV for the first time in a in a while. Yeah, and we were yeah, talking was- about weird. We were talking about Weird Al last week. That's probably what, it, probably what it was. You know, I went home and, uh, from the podcast, I went, yeah, basically into my room and I listened to Running with Scissors for like a week straight. It's such a good album. <laughs> it is. I can still picture the album cover so just crystal clearly. I remember a couple of people like getting that tape and that was like news. It was like, dude, I got Running with Scissors. That was the first CD I ever bought. Wow. Wow. And then I went back a couple weeks later and I got two more Weird Al CDs, a Bare Naked Lady CDs, and uh, The Monkey's Greatest Hits. You like The Monkeys? I watched the show. You know they don't write their own music. Somebody you know does. They don't, <laughs> you know they don't play their own instruments. <laughs> oh, I'm and well you, aware of that. And you know that's not Michael Nesmith's real hat. So, <laughs> no, you take that back. So my mom uh, was a huge Monkees fan. And hey, hey. I couldn't really, as I've now mentioned many times, I wasn't really allowed to watch TV, but if she was watching TV, which was rare, I could just kind of stand in the room and also watch it sometimes. And so she seemed to like shows that came out before I was born that started with M, because I've seen every episode of MASH, The Munsters, Mary Tyler Moore, and The Monkees. Did they make any Matlock before we were born? Oh, I'm sure like, they did, but she was she's not like a Matlock early, fan. She's an early Matlock fan. That would that would have ruled. But yeah, so I've, I not only did I see the the Monkeys program, I also watched, I believe, two different documentaries about the Monkeys. One that was filmed like classical documentary, and the other one, which I guess would be a uh, what do they call them biopics, even though it's spelled biopic and you really want to say biopic, but they make you say biopic. I think it's one of those where it's like a fictional retelling of the story. Retelling of the Matlock story? Yeah. And how, uh, <laughs> Davy Jones, uh, you know, the one they, they didn't want the British guy to be in Matlock. <laughs> um, that famous scene where Matlock and, and other Matlock and Matlock with a beanie and British Matlock all put their sh- arms over each other's shoulders and walk swinging their legs in front of each other. I'll saying, Hey, Hey, we're Matlock. <laughs> Classic. Uh, they pull the mask off and it's Matlock. <laughs> Every time. That's the thing we never got as an audience. <laughs> we got away with it. If it weren't for you meddling Matlocks. <laughs> <laughs> and his signature catchphrase. <gasps> I'm sorry to railroad your monkey's memory. I remember no, the monkeys. That, that, that was the that, whole memory. That was it. I, you know, I they had like a flashback hour before school that I would sometimes catch, like Beverly Hillbillies. Whenever Green Acres come came on, I would be like, "Ah, I'll head to the bus stop. I don't need to watch TV anymore." Yeah, we're good. 
Uh, hey, you drinking uh, Giants, Jim Beam over there? Or is that just regular? Oh, regular. Oh, man. You see any Giants recently? Just when I look in the mirror, buddy. Oh. I'm talking about my testicles. Nice. Psych. Yeah, when your <laughs> testicles look in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah. So, Power Rangers was a great show that was on before school that preempted any fucking monkeys. And that's that's why I watched Power Rangers and not the monkeys. Yeah. My my memory of the monkeys is honestly that Simpsons quote from before about well, Michael Nesmith's hat. Oh, nice. That's a good joke. <laughs> Clearly old Simpsons. That's a good joke. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, shall we get into the one thing I want to discuss? I thought you wanted... We already discussed it, but sure. You thought it was Michael Nesbitt's hat, didn't you? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, uh, I think I'm going to round out my, uh, hometown conspiracy theories. Cause I got, I got one more and I really believe this. So if like I mysteriously disappear, then I was right. You're familiar with, uh, Appleton Road. I'm sorry. Fletchwood Road. I believe it's yeah. Fletchwood Road. It- Intersects Appleton. Yeah. It's sort of near that intersection that I'm, I'm actually, no, it might be exactly at that intersection. A giant building was built when we were in high school, just a huge warehouse surrounded by multiple layers of tall razor wire fence with multiple uh-huh. guard checkpoints. Do you remember that being built? Yeah. I think it had a sign that was like Burris. It was supposed to be like a cold storage thing. Do you remember how quickly it went up? Look, I mean, we we were all growing at that point. I mean, we were all, you know, right in front of our parents' eyes. But yeah, it went up in like a month. I believe it was less. They worked on it around the clock. That I'm sure of because it was prime. It's sne- still there. Sneaking out hours. Yes. It went up lightning fast and was getting deliveries all hours of the night in this, quote, refrigerated storage unit. It's this massive warehouse. Right? Yeah, I I was pretty big into the Resident Evil movies at that point, and I was thinking Beehive. Yeah, that's that's where you have your your Raccoon City entrance to uh fuck. What was the the Umbrella Corporation, right? Yeah, yeah, that's your that's your entrance. I used to joke. I was like, oh, the other thing is they have they had like these fucking like security lights, these massive spotlights pointing all around the building. So if this were like a Splinter Cell game, you know, there's or, or any game that involves stealth of any kind, there's always like some shadows that are laid out from like a bush or like a a pallet that's been left out that you can kind of like roll from shatter to shatter to sneak into the base. This didn't have that at all. It is a hundred percent lit up everywhere. 24 hours a day with a bunch of guards, multiple layers of razor wire fence. And I would always joke it's a goddamn government. This is where they're keeping the aliens because it's a small town and like no one would think of fucking Elkton. And yet it's like kind of close to Philly, Balmer, DC, you can get to New York fast. It's sort of, you know, a nice middle ground for a lot Dude, of major. you know what it's close to? What's that? Wawa. It's also right near Wawa. <laughs> that really just means it's in Maryland or, you know, the, the mid-Atlantic area or the so, or, or central Florida or central Florida. So, hey, if you're going to go check it out, like, please check out the Wawa, too. Yeah. Pr- get probably yourself, first. Get yourself a nice 10-inch hoagie and... uh yeah, maybe you're listening to this during the summer, during Hoagie Fest. Ooh, or maybe you're listening to it around Thanksgiving where you can get the gobbler. Mm. Yeah. But uh 
The company that's based out of there is called Warehouse Services Incorporated. Now, if I were... According to what? (laughs) If I were the government, I would also use basically... Generic company building name. Yeah. I mean, there's no no meat on that. There's no Warehouse Services Incorporated. And guess what they specialize in? Warehouse Services. I think on your resume somewhere, it says Warehouseman. And there's a big chunk of time for that, too. Jimbo, you and I have worked in various warehouses over the over the years, have we not? At least one for me. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the concept of warehouse services or what that might be? No, but honestly, synergy still escapes me. That's fair. But my, uh, I, I, I legitimately think that that is a stage. It's right by ninety five. It's not right by ninety five. It's close enough to ninety five. But yeah, uh, if you go in the back way through uh, what used to be Lucent Technologies and Gore. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, the, what ruled out the Beehive for me? Okay, hit me, because I'm still in it. I still fully, as I've gotten older, I've only this has only become a more resolute belief that that is the government stuff that we want to know is in there, or the people who work there know about it. Yeah, but what unconvinced you? And this could convince you to do, you know, a, a different different channel of thought about this. But the quarry across the road, yep, they do blasting there every now and then. There's, you know, they shake the ground. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be in the beehive with that shit. That's true. Or, or well, like this is the the point of divergence, though. Yep, yep. It's like, are they, you know, meeting it? Did they uncover the, you know, fucking seer stones and that now the Mormons are actually right? Yeah. We need or, to resurrect Joseph Smith. Are they letting off some explosions to cover up some other shit they're doing there? Yeah, cover whatever. up some, some loud noises of aliens screaming or some shit? Yeah. Bigfoot going on another one of his goddamn racist rants that they don't want us to hear? Yeah. And across the street from that quarry where I went to elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you one of them? <laughs> uh <laughs> Yes. Like soft yes. <laughs> uh, did you see Bigfoot? Eh. It was Put me down as a maybe. His his foot was not that big. I've seen bigger. Uh, that's how you say that. That is how you say that. Yeah. Well that that stretch of that road was always kind of funny because it was one place that was just like a straight up speed trap. Yep. So you had to go slow around there. And so what do you do when you have to go like 30 miles an hour? It's like, just St- look around. It's like, at the buildings. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that building was not there last week. Yeah. And All also that wire was not there. That corporate army that they have wasn't there. What happened? That fucking, the fucking 50 cal sniper rifle tower sticking out like a fucking porcupine with a bunch. No, that's not quite. Maybe that's there. I don't know. It's been a while. What I think is still there, although I think it moved across the street was you probably remember this. There was always the rumor that the, the massage place, which to my knowledge was the only massage place in the town, if not the county, uh, was was a place for uh, sex pests to go get hand jobs. I mean, in a time when it was so illegal and there was, you know, still limited internet, I wouldn't, I wouldn't advertise. 
Yeah, that's the rumor that I heard. But then it's like, yeah, how did a little kid hear about this? Like, I heard this when I was little. Yeah, you probably also heard about a girl in your class experimenting with a hot dog as well. Oh, a yeah. hot dog. Always that. And rainbow parties. <sighs> and, man, everybody was had a cousin who went to a rainbow party. <sighs> yeah. How do you agree to that? It's very easily. And how do you figure out who's putting down the first color and the person who's putting down the last one? I mean, they're barely doing anything, you know? That's Yeah. Everyone's really get, everyone's getting gypped. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, what did, I I didn't remember what that massage parlor became. Well, it's moved across the street now, according to Google Maps. There's a massage parlor and the, the the new dinky little strip mall across the way. That hey, hey, I love baby. that uh, penny candy from the the market there. Mm. I I went to elementary school over there, man. That's where I also used to. I'd buy all our fi- like all, all the like all the fireworks we'd get on July fifth. I'd go to that spot right at the corner, uh, like right across from the Wawa. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> And then we'd go down to a Black Snake Road, which I don't know if they've, they've fixed it, but Black Snake Road was this really fucking just super windy road, really fun to tool around in, in a car. Uh, one of those roads, it's two ways and it's like one and a quarter lanes. So you can kind of pass cars going the other way. But at one point there was a bridge. And from, I think the entire time I was in high school, uh, the, the bridge was out, like, like, classic collapsed bridge situation so you could go to the end of it and you were kind of out over a dinky little stream and we would light off the fireworks there because one nobody came down that way and and we were all by ourselves and two nothing was going to catch fire not that anything really catches fire on the east coast but says you i mean that that being said (laughs) that being said I, i may or not have had a large number of my friends get arrested for making a bomb in high school even though it's not at all what they were doing, but, uh, yeah, well, I've heard this one, but I'm glad you guys are doing all right. Yeah, uh, man, <laughs> that crew, most of them are doing tremendously. And the only ones that the only reason I can't say all of them is because I just, a few of them I'm not in touch with anymore, but for the ones I know about, I think they're doing great. Ah, uh, well, so here we go. We've got, we've got our, your dad morals, moral corner here. Here's the moral of that tale. Get caught starting fires when you're a kid. Well, I guess start fires when you're a kid and hopefully somebody catches you. Yeah, Jimbo, what's the first, what's the first thing we always say? The first step in getting caught starting fires. What's the first step? You need a fire. You need a fire, Jimbo. (laughs) Can't get caught starting a fire without fire. (laughs) You only, you only miss the shots. Fires you don't start take. Jimbo, that's a candle. Uh, well, it's fire. It is fire. Don't yeah. hide it under a bushel, no. I'm gonna let it shine. Yeah, this is a nice little candle I made myself. Of a- what kind of scent we got with that one? Uh, apple pie. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep, I'm, I've taken to just filling all of our unused bar glass. With wax and wicks. Nice. Yeah. It's not vulgar, and it's not quite Yoo-Hoo, but... Did you have to combine two two cents to make apple pie? No. It wasn't like apple and cinnamon or anything? Not really. Okay. No, but I did, like, make a different smelling one before, and that was coffee cake, and there's still some of that in there. 
Nice. So those that, are dangerous. It, it's apple pie with a coffee cake accent. You should know that I was burning the Yoohoo candle that you gave me maybe about a week ago, and Reagan came home and legitimately thought I'd been baking. <laughs> so nice. I'd say uh, I'd say the plan worked. We got her. <laughs> Wrap it up, everybody. We got her. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever actually sniffed Yoohoo to to gain its its aroma, but that that scent is definitely hot chocolate, and the the wax is definitely purple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I saved up. My funds when I was a youngster, probably. Let's see, I was down in the basement at this point. So I think I, I think I moved down there when I was 12. So I was at least 12. And I got myself a red plastic mini fridge. And when I say mini, I think it could hold two six packs like on top of each other. Maybe, yeah. maybe less. And I wasn't allowed to have soda, but I was so, I, for the life of me, I will never figure out how is it. Sometimes my sister and I could talk my mom into getting, letting us get stuff if we were able to convince her. That the ingredients weren't too bad, which I think that's what most kids do. But the threshold for that was just so insane. And it also had to have not too much packaging. That was another thing. My mom, if it was too much packaging, my mom wouldn't let us get it. But so I somehow convinced her to let me get Yoohoo. And I think it's because at the time I was drinking and still do an unacceptable amount of milk. And my mom was like, you clearly need like sh- protein and carbs and stuff. And you who I think at the time was boasting that it had like more caf or uh, not, not, not caffeine, calcium. Uh, you had more like you who was that like, we have chocolate drink. Yeah. They're like, we got more calcium than milk. And it's, I mean, <laughs> the thing is, I don't think there's any milk in you who I think there's like a little bit of like whey protein or something, but like there's no, there's no milk in it. Like it's a dairy, dairy creamer. It's a dairy free fucking drink to my knowledge. It's chocolate drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's and it's good as fuck. I'm not. I do not mean to disparage the fine people at YooHoo. Again, sponsorships accepted. Please hit us up at RoadSodasPod at gmail dot com. We also are looking for a pickles sponsor. Yingling, if you're out there, pickles, just any pickle company or the pickles the bar. Only the finest. <laughs> oh, nice. What else do we need, dude? What else do we need? Well, how you doing? Need- how, how you doing on underwear? Oh. Desperately in need. I'm throwing them out like by the All week. right. We're looking for the fine people at underwear companies to reach out. Yeah. Hands Fruit of Loom. I'm in. Even Jockey. What are the other popular podcast ad companies? We got Dick Pills. If we need Dick Pills, do we, do we want to gamble? We want to no, gamble on no, sports? Give us some of those environmental ones. Um, it's like everything we send you biodegrades in 10 days. Ooh, nice. Yeah. There's a couple podcasts I listen to on the same network that for whatever reason, I've been getting a lot of ads for moving to Ohio, which is very strange. One of an old co- my old colleagues boasted of a friend who had a shirt, and that this friend always this friend of a friend, but like always wore this shirt that said "Friends don't let friends live in Ohio," and he would wear it to all the rainbow parties he went to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those weird like normally it's regional ads, but then there's an Ohio one, and they've actually addressed it on at least one of the podcasts on that network they listen to, where they're like, for some reason, this move to Ohio ad campaign bought time slots on all of our regions. So, yeah, we had a great one during uh, this run of Jeopardy with the the new rotating host, where it was like, hey, are you tired of Boston? Move to Essex County, New Jersey. And it, it was like, are you tired of Boston? It showed like Back Bay from like above. It was like, <laughs> move to the New York area. You'll love Jersey. People will still treat you like shit. 
Just the way you want. Winter's a little bit better. (laughs) Essex. Yeah. It was during Jeopardy, too. So it was, you know, old people and I guess young professionals or Jeopardy hopefuls. But uh, on the, the local CBS station, it's like, hey, you seem smart. Move out of Boston. Dude. Come to Jersey. <laughs> Come on down to Little Silver, kid. It's uh, it's right in Monmouth County there, right along the shore. And uh, boy, is it beautiful. I moved there a year ago. And while my Boston accent hasn't freaking left, let me tell you, I'm a huge Jets fan now. And uh, I still get to shovel. I hate my neighbors. And uh, it's just that, you know, everybody here eats a lot more muffins and bagels and shit. <laughs> yep. You got it. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw it, I was like, did that ad happen? And like, how, <laughs> what, what was their target? De- was it just like the Boston CBS station that, that was like, Hey, screw you, Boston, Essex County, New Jersey. Come on down. Hell yeah. You'd hope so. That's fun. Just a fun and rivalry between yeah. a place that, I'm back. I'm done. I interrupted myself. <laughs> it's okay. I was going to ask you, what's your favorite vessel for Yoohoo? Do you like the bottles or do you like the little boxes? Because you can buy a sleeve of them boxes. <laughs> so here's the thing. They each, uh, they each have their advantages. So I think the standard wide mouth size is considered basically the Gatorade size slash the Mickey's 10-ounce bottle, about that big. The Yoohoo bottle, not quite that big, but also... Bigger than your standard bottle opening, like bigger than like a Mexican Coke bottle or something like this, or like a bottle of water, certainly. So that's great. Also, because it's clear, you can see exactly when you've shaken up all the chocolate flavoring back into it. You don't have to. Oh, over- you got to know. No overshaking, you know, but no, certainly no undershaking. You, you, you know, you got to be sure. <laughs> yeah. And so, you, so, yeah, so, you can, so with the glass ones, you can get it into your head quickly, which is important when you're consuming about eight of these. You can see exactly what it's shaken up, which again, very important if you're consuming about eight of these, especially if you make the mistake and don't do this. You shake all eight at once, and by the time you get back to that eighth one to drink it, you gotta fucking shake it again. And now the juice boxes, the fun there is that you can consume, as you said, about a sleeve of 24 of them in roughly 30 seconds. And I wanna say they're probably all what? Seven, eight ounces? What I would do was I'd use the straw to pop a hole in the top and then just squeeze the whole thing into my mouth. I, like the straw would not, I, I would puncture it and then throw the straw away. No use for the straw. And then Fuck squeeze yes. it into my head as hard as I could. Good. I do like that method. Now, are there any larger sizes of Yoohoo? And I mean, would they be preferable? If they had like a Yoohoo growler that you could just take down Ooh. to the local vendor, and be like, fill her up. I'm thinking of one of those big Orangina bottles that's like a liter. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Just one of them. One of them full of Yoohoo on a hot day. Let's see. Let's go to the internet. Big, I'm going to find biggest Yoohoo vessel. See I mean, what we get. Dude, that juice box thing is why I love, and I haven't hung out with anybody or their kids in quite a long time, but people who have children that they have like child-sized snacks for, Love hanging out. I feel like a giant every time. It's like, dude, I crushed your entire like week's worth of snacks in one sitting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about canned Yoohoo. I had canned Yoohoo. Oh, that's right. Yep. There's a Yoohoo candy bar, apparently. That's new to me. Okay. 
And then uh, what do we I got here? Wouldn't like that size and phase of matter. We got a picture of Yogi Berra sucking on a Yoo-Hoo in a New York Yankees jersey. And uh, oh, no, I'm sorry, Yogi Berra is staring at Mickey Mantle as he sucks on a Yoo-Hoo. That's my mistake. Hey, uh, Boston, we got we got Berra <laughs> staring at Mantle sucking down a Yoo-Hoo. All seen <laughs> in Essex County, New Jersey. Ah. <laughs> uh. That it looks like that might have been so. It looks like back in the day they did have sort of a Mexican Coke bottle, like the the, the tall skinny bottle. But yeah, it looks like these days we're running can juice box, and like a bottle. Foster's oil can. Like no, it looks like a standard twelve ounce can. Shit. Okay. Ooh, uh, number one question on Google is YooHoo bad for you? <laughs> no, for the love of God. Google, your answer has to be no. Well, I can tell you what the New York Post's answer was back on July 1st, 2010. YooHoo is a perfectly safe, fun treat for people to enjoy. So. <laughs> Thank you, New York Post. That's good. <laughs> we'll take that. We're still waiting on the FDA, but thank you. All right, we've got another answer to one of one of my previous, sort of a response to my previous statement. Is YooHoo a milk? Which, I love the wording of that. What an absolutely insane way to think. <laughs> Why? That there are multiple, like, varieties of dairy milk. There's milk. I mean, there's, sure, there's almond milk, and but, like, there's only one milk. It comes in various Tres fatness levels. leches cake. How do you get three <laughs> different milks? Uh, one milk, two milk, red milk, <laughs> yoo-hoo. <laughs> Somebody's just on top of a cake pouring like skim milk, and it's like, and then you get some 1%, and then you get some whole milk. The answer here is, technically, there's no liquid milk in YooHoo. So YooHoo must be labeled as a, quote, drink, not a flavored milk. milk. It's got gas, vaporized milk. What's the worst pop for you? Uh, Saying that shit on the streets of New York. Don't call it pop. Call it fucking soda, like a normal. Yeah. Well, I also, it just says, it doesn't have any qualifications for what the worst is. It just says Pepsi Fire and then Coca-Cola Zero Sugar are the top two. It just, like... Pepsi Fire? Yeah. Never heard of Pepsi Fire. I'm guessing it's Cinnamon Pepsi? I think so. I don't actually remember. I checked out after Mountain Dew Livewire. I was like, I think I'm done with new sodas. That's fair. I got a new chocolate drink for you. (laughs) (laughs) You ever, heard of, you ever heard of Chocolate Soldier? <laughs> no, but it sounds excellent. Uh, it, it sounds like it was you who. Chocolate Soldier? Yeah, but it, it's 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 since uh, gone out of business. Oh, man. Yeah, just, just thought about like a juice box idea for Chocolate Soldier. What's that? So you have like the guy's torso upside down coming from the top of one side and his legs coming down from the top of the other and you're drinking the straw his dick and it's got to stand at attention something like this there's, <laughs> there's a few soldier, yeah yeah suck that chocolate soldier that's fun <laughs> that's now everyone everyone's gonna have a good time with that exactly that's fun the whole family can enjoy you can get grandma down here <laughs> oh man when when was that brand uh well now i gotta Sorry, man. I didn't mean to. I thought thought you might have seen or remembered, but it seems like you couldn't use that name. All right, now 
Now, I'm going to do something stupid here. I'm just typing chocolate soldier into Wikipedia. <laughs> hey, it's a type of plant. So that's oh. not what I was looking for. Okay. Um, Sweet. So it's been around since the dawn of time. Chocolate soldier drink. Hey, here's some good news. <laughs> you have a virus. <laughs> Looks like the advertising wasn't as racist as I was afraid it might be. Whew. So that's good. Because it came out last year. It looks like they kind of went with uh, your standard uh, toy soldier, like the... Whatever era was the soldier with the white straps and the white belt? Like that toy? It almost looks like a red coat. Couldn't or, be. Or a continental. So they were a beverage produced by Monarch Beverage Company of Atlanta, Georgia. And it was sold from 1966 to 1994. Okay. It's a good run. It was also bottled in Yucatan, Mexico, under the name Soledado de Chocolate. Sweet. Oh, the people who produced it now produce uh, Kickapoo Joy Juice. Yeah, I guzzle that shit. And Dad's Root Beer. <laughs> All right. I also guzzle. Th- those are household names, dude. You don't sure. know uh, Kickapoo Joy Juice? No, I know uh, Coca-Cola. I feel like if you typed in Chocolate Soldiers Kickapoo Joy Juice, you'd just get porn up, right? Like, you'd have to. I'm surprised you didn't get anything from Chocolate Soldier, Chocolate Soldier Drink, <laughs> Chocolate <laughs> Soldier <laughs> Milk Drink. Bum, 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 bum. It felt like it was going Ted, too. It was just like, oh, jeez, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something I can learn a couple of new moves. Ah, well, I'm glad you were able to find some information about Chocolate Soldier and not get a virus. Me too. Did I just get me too <laughs> No, we don't do that anymore after Joe Biden. He kind of ended that. Oh, thanks, Joe. Yeah, as soon as as soon as it came after the left's favorite, and by the left I mean liberals. We had, we had to put the old kibosh on Me Too and people. Okay. I thought you meant left sinister. Like, evil. Sinistra. But like necromancy evil. Like, like witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't like getting Me Too'd either. Dude, you can't meet, you don't want to Me Too a witch. A fucking vampire. Yeah. All they listen to is Fleetwood Mac and they just, they sit around all day thinking about ways to fuck with you. Oh, yeah. Shopping at independent bookstores. <laughs> you got a problem with independent bookstores? I'm suspicious of any company that can stay open. Yeah. You know okay. what I mean? I'm like, why do people come here? What do you got? Because there's other places that have this. Well, you're supposed to go to a mall. I prefer to go one at a time. <laughs> oh, you got me. Sick, sick burn. Producer Steve, can we drop the sick burn sound here? Monster kill. Thank you. You old cut up. Thank you, Producer Steve. Oh, Producer Steve. Yeah. Well, I was watching some commercials today. Do tell. And there's some horrifying commercials, I realize. Like, I'm, uh, I'm thinking about not watching TV anymore after the terrifying shit that I'm seeing. Yeah. Oh, one, I both, actually one sounded like it might be up your alley. What's that? 
not for like, you know, any abnormal reasons, but like it was, hey, I have GI problems. And so I don't want to not eat stuff and then slowly work my way back and cross off the list. So they, you know, the, I, I felt like it was going Colo Guard way. And it was just like, I'm a little box that you poop in and the <laughs> mascot. <laughs> but it, it wasn't. But they did advertise, it's like, we can just figure out which foods make you, not you. So, thankfully, we finally solved uh, the gut, a famously solvable thing. We now understand digestion fully. Uh, that's great news. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we've come a long way in, what, six years? Also, I like the concept of the advertising genius who said, you know how people who are like in crippling stomach pain really don't want to just like change their diet it's like no when that's happening you're willing to do anything to get them to just be able to eat anything i get i've talked to other people that have had similar things to what i had or you know sort of unknown whatever it was it was in your mind it (laughs) honestly probably to a certain extent but yeah you just want to fix it that's it and if they're like, hey, you can't eat hamburgers anymore, you're like, that's fucking fine. Because I know that eventually I'm going to try a hamburger again, and then we'll see what happens. But just like, <laughs> elimination diets are not that difficult if you're in extreme pain. Yeah. So, yeah, and, no, you were and, right to think of me with this commercial. This one, that this commercial one pisses was me just off. Like, <laughs> she didn't look like she was in pain, but she was like, I'm trying to figure this out. I just don't have the time. Yeah, you do. Or... uh you're not trying to figure it out. That's kind of how figuring it out works. Exactly. Well, the second one was getting your dog. It's it's not 23 and me. It's 14 and and bark. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, checking out your your dog's DNA and it's like we'll tell you what your dog is and what to watch out for and what to feed him and stuff. And I was like, that that sounds like they're forming the dog database, eh? But then they're going to try to teach people, like, how they should be raising their dogs. And it's like, yeah, you can't control the owner. Like, that's... Jimbo, I know two people that have done that. Really? Already? Oh, Ah. one was recent. Another was several years ago. I mean, I know those tests exist. It was just the advertisement and, you know, they, they show like yeah. some purebred dogs and it was like, yeah, we have a German shepherd here. She might have hip problems later on in life. And it's like, we all know that. Like that's, that's well documented. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, I completely understand it for, for, for people, for dogs. There's a lot of things I don't understand about. Well, it actually did help us catch that dog serial killer. <laughs> Not a guy who kills dogs, but a dog that kills dogs. The Night Barker? Yeah. We got him. Other people knew him as the Golden State Prowler. Nice. Ah. Yeah, but look, much like parenting, I haven't owned a dog. I mean, I, we had one when I was a kid, but I certainly didn't own I didn't own anything. I was a child. But, uh, you know, I've never, you know, I can't really put myself in a dog owner's shoes. You just want to know. I'm going to be a dog owner one day, as soon as I can before the goddamn house so i retract my previous statement i'm never going to own a dog <laughs> thank you i i appreciate your accuracy <laughs> ah we keep looking at homes and they keep being uh they keep wanting money for them like a lot of it yeah P- 
People are doing that now. And we're over here like, but come on. Huh? Really? And they're like, no. Nah. Mm. And they're yeah. like, yeah, dude. And then other people are like, hey, we'll give you money and we're just going to knock this <laughs> thing down and then sell it for more money. And we're over here like, we'd have used that. We'd have totally the used that. Owners just like, just slip the check into my pocket. I'll hold it open and you just drop it in. Yeah. <laughs> like you see this, this perfectly good building. Uh, we hate it. We're going to knock it down. We're going to buy it and destroy it because we are a child, a big capitalism child. Yeah. It's called progress, man. You can't stop the progress. That's like my fourth clutch reference this year, <laughs> which is the thing I think you and maybe one other person listening to this are going to get. I don't even know who that would be. Well, hopefully, hopefully they're, they're still listening. Yeah. Maryland's finest after us. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. You seen a Maryland license plate recently? Cup, uh, a couple of them out here. Out but, there? Yeah. Damn. But they're obviously not like new plates. Uh, Do you have any Florida plates out there? Rarely. Okay. Because we have a lot of Florida up here. I feel like people are just snowbirds and it's like, yeah, taxes. I'm, I can drive it up once. Yeah. It helps that I work near a Coast Guard station, so a lot of people that stay in the extended stay hotel on the other side of the parking lot that I'm always mentioning are Coast Guard people who just travel around with their car, and I think a lot of them come from Texas and Florida, so a lot of those those plates in the parking lot, but every now and then you get to Maryland. Nice. Why? They got a new logo? No. I just see the people driving them around here, and they were not prepared for winter. I believe that. You know what I was prepared for recently? Somebody gifted me a mask, Jimbo. Oh. You know what it had on it? No. It had one of each of the quarters of the Maryland flag splitting it vertically down the middle. Uh-huh. But then on top of that was a the outline of a presumably Maryland blue crab that was the full flag quartered within the crab. Wow. With the flag. Yeah. Flagception. And then I wore it to work. And the new guy didn't know what any of it was because he just went eventually after we'd been talking. One of those optical illusions, dude. We'd been talking for a while, and he went, "Is that a crab?" And it's just like, man, I know my beard kind of squinches up the the image, but when you're opening your mouth really wide to do those, you know, those big talks or those yells that you have to be doing at people who don't recognize crabs, they should clearly see the crab. But then I was like, man, if he if he can't tell this is a crab or like what's going on, then he definitely doesn't recognize the Maryland flag because people put that together right away, which means he – I mean, based on somebody looking He's at a cool me guy. while I'm wearing a mask over my now very unkempt beard is that I'm just some crab fetishist with a neck beard. Damn right. That's why I like you. Oh, thanks, man. Drinking directly out of a Jim Beam bottle after saying that felt like the appropriate move. Well, it is one of your moves. It's one of my two moves. Ah, I've got such, that such good and the moves. Macarena. <laughs> oh, you know, my mom <laughs> talked about like they had a jukebox for like a week in her cafeteria in high school. And all Whoa. anyone would ever do is play one song. So that kind of reminded me of the Macarena thing, except the Macarena thing was forced on you. Yeah. Yeah. That one song was Joy to the World by Three Dog Night. Joy to the World. Yeah, that one. Oh, the girls. Yeah, a lot of people think it's called Jeremiah Was a Bullfrog because uh, 
because they say that. Jeremiah was Bullfrog. They lead in with that, yeah. Yeah, well, apparently uh, somebody pulled the the old John Mulaney, Tom Jones thing, but like, you know, 30 years before. It's a good bit, and yeah. I'm sure I'd have done the same just with a different song, given the <laughs> a opportunity. a bunch of teenagers. Yeah, we would have done it with some stupid Nelly song. Yeah, we would have either found the longest song, like just done, like, fuck it, we're listening to Freebird all day, every day. Just enjoy the next 11 minutes of your life being this. Or you go with maybe a hyper-depressing song. Maybe, I did, did I say on the pod about the time I wrote a report on a Cannibal Corpse song? No. Okay. <laughs> I don't so, think I remember Cannibal Corpse. In a high school English class, probably like sophomore year, it was, it was earlier, uh, we had to write a report on a song. And we got to pick any song we wanted. It just couldn't have profanity in it because we had to play it in front of the class. <laughs> and so instantly, I was just like, well, how, how quickly can I get my hands on some death metal that I can somehow burn onto a CD or bring in the CD? And I was able to get my hands on... First, I set out to my neighbor's computer because I couldn't search music lyrics on my computer because there was an anti-profanity fucking parental lock thing on it. So if there was any profanity in it, I, I couldn't find it. And so I eventually found, I forget what Cannibal Corpse song it was. It might have been Hammer Smashed Fist. That song might not have any profanity in it. And if it is, here's a clip of it now. But basically, I, I went up to class, and I, you had to read your report in front of the class and then play the song. And so I did that. And, the, you know, the song's standard pop hit length, as you'd expect. It's like three and a half minutes, I think. Yeah. And it's just that for three and a half minutes. And I just got to, like, just that was, I don't know, just me being an asshole. I don't even <laughs> like death metal. Yeah. But, you know, when you're a high schooler, you're just like, all right, you said any song. You said have to play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I've I've broken none of the rules that you laid out. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you broke more rules of your own household. Yeah, probably. Bringing that trash in there. <sighs> I think uh I think it was my buddy Kyle who I borrowed the CD from. He had like really progressive parents that just encouraged his, him musically in everything and uh so like he, I, I'm sure he couldn't have found a CD that they wouldn't have let him have. Like, I think he was truly unfettered musically as a kid. And because of that, or not because of that, I think in, in unrelated connection with that, he also was a huge fan of just anything out fucking out there, anything weird. And nice. so that included like really psychedelic shit all the way to like the new grindcore fucking you know, black metal shit. So like whatever, whatever he could get his hands on. What a cool guy. He was a good dude. We were buds for a long time. And then, uh, after, after college, yeah, after I went off to college, I came back, I was hanging out with another, I think listener, uh, named Timmy. We went to a party and that guy's band trashed a couple of the rooms in the house after we left. And then they blamed it on us. And I think he thought we really did it. 
because that's not out of the realm of possibility. I mean, Timmy and I weren't <laughs> weren't dickheads, but we were just normal high schoolers, which meant, yeah, making a big mess at somebody else's house, very much a thing we did, like the normal amount of times. Yeah. And uh but yeah, he got justifiably mad at me considering what he thought happened and uh I don't think we've talked since and you know, I feel bad about that, but well, can't can't win them all, and um, uh, oh I'm man, just... we've gone we've gone a bit over on time, and I'm thrilled. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, do you want me to check my email? God damn, almost forgot about that. Yeah, we might go extra long, or maybe I'll just cut out a whole story. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, whatever. You'll have fun in the editing room. I always do. Now it's time for vanity plate of the week. Vanity plate of the week. What do we got right. lined up for us this week, Jimbo? These are these are all fresh off the presses. These are within the past couple days, I think. Oh, nice. Well, I got a fresh Fiat for you. Fiat across a couple of lanes of looks like highway traffic. Oh yeah. Nice. Nice. And we got D Bad Girl. D B A D G R L. Yeah. D Bad Girl. D Bad Girl. <laughs> I mean, come <laughs> come on. That's, that's, yeah, like the, the creepy Eastern European guys, like, handle on MySpace. <laughs> oh. I, I am the bad girl. I am the bad girl. <laughs> you want to maybe take me out? You can buy me pearls and perhaps other nice things. Oh, dress sorry. me up. XOXO. <laughs> Heart face emoji, kitty cat face emoji, peach emoji, tongue sticking out emoji. Send. Now, this could also be like a real literal one. They could be giving like a letter grade and a descriptor to the grill of their car. They're like, D, bad grill. I don't like it. I don't like the grill on this car. Figured figured I'd let everybody know. Now, sometimes what I like to do with these is sometimes people, there's always, there's those fun like word puzzle things they give you as a kid. Shut up, Windows. My God. That come through on your end? No. We'll see if it came through on my end or if I'm just mad all of a sudden. But those fun word things where it'll be like the words one over top of the other or stuck yeah. inside each other. So this one could also be read as bad indie girl. Ooh. Wow. Which I'm just imagining a girl like smoking a cigarette while watching Garden State. Okay. So the cigarette smoke is is the the bad in the girl indie girl indie like she's indie <laughs> like it's in the girl <sighs> depending on the age of the person <laughs> sure I, I don't, mean, I don't girl like, like the word like girl adult. <laughs> fine indie grill <laughs> so that's that's just like this grill that's got like this artisanal paint job on it you can't use it because like. It'll fucking flake off onto your food. It only grills organic, locally sourced vegetables. <laughs> D, bad grill. Don't like it. Hell yeah. Now what do we got next? All right. I got another Fiat. Uh, that says D, bad girl. No. Um, <laughs> I got a Toyota Tacoma. Ooh, one of the newer ones. But this is uh, Dr. Bro <laughs> 1. Yep. DR space BRO then numeral 1. Which also could be read as Dr. Brune. <laughs> Brune or Dr. you know, if if you read the 1 as an I, Dr. Broy. 
Or Dr. Brony. Brony. Like Dr. Broy's taken already. <laughs> Did my dad get that plate? God damn it. I knew I shouldn't have gone into the family biz. Dr. Broy. <laughs> okay, so do they have Dr. Bro? No. Okay. Do they have Dr. Bro 69? I don't even need the space. <laughs> no. Uh, what about Dr. Bro 420? No. Too many letters. Damn it. <laughs> and I'm also just thinking about a guy who wants to be Dr. Bro. Just like, all right, cool. So, uh, it's cancer. Sorry. Uh, it's fucking. Uh. Dude, if you want a beer, <laughs> grab a beer on the way out. Like, fucking all you want. <laughs> Fucking so, I got this kid in the other room, took a sweet header off a back deck, but, uh, he thinks he's going to lose function in his legs. Yeah, fucking, call it air, though, sweet air, from what it sounds like. Thanks, Dr. Bro. I follow him on TikTok, he's pretty rad, but, uh, I got to go break the news to his family. Yeah. Dr. Bro, see you tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, he's broding. Nurse, we need a crash cart. Uh, I'm just thinking of what they would use as stat in in Doctor Bro. <laughs> Yo, what's up? Any of those at the end of a sentence? Stat. Cowabunga! <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Bro. What you would and be, your Tacoma? What would be in the IV of Doctor Bro? Would it be Gatorade or Mountain Dew? Monster or, energy drink. Or monster energy drink. <laughs> yeah. Like early monster energy drink before they, they cleaned up the recipe. Yeah. Back when they were competing with Vault. Yeah. Yeah. Those were the days. Those heady, vaulty days. Yeah, you just came out of surgery. I'm going to hook you up to the monster bag, but you're going to be good in like 10 minutes. You'll be grinding. <laughs> We're going to get you 30 cc's of monster right to your fucking aorta, bud. <laughs> then you're going to shred some gnar with Nurse Rad Dave. <laughs> uh, you're going to take a bunch of awesome to the dome, bro. <laughs> Go get your prescription from our RN. That's Rad Nurse Dave. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Sup? Sup? I see Dr. Bro filled out your prescription. Let's take a look at that. <laughs> All right, sh- shred two bowls and call me in the morning. <laughs> For real though, uh, don't drink grapefruit with this, or you might die. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for warning me. I almost forgot that that thing that I took. Do you need a registered years. nurse to read through the instructions before you go, or do you think you understand it? Ah, uh, thanks, Dave. <laughs> no problem, dude. <laughs> Dr. Bro's office. Dr. Bro's office, how can I shred you? <laughs> That's probably about 10 minutes too long of that bit. Let's go to the next plate. <laughs> uh, I think this guy is one of Dr. Bro's patients. Could be. Because he didn't know how to spell MXC. But uh, I think it, I think what he's going for, actually, I'm not even <laughs> sure what he's going for, but it's MXD DVLS. Yeah. I mean, it's probably supposed to be mixed doubles, but I'm seeing no. maxed, maxed de balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course. Right. I, 
I didn't even think mixed doubles to start. I thought maxed was. <laughs> I, I was definitely. It's like maxed doubles. Like maybe they're really in doppelgangers, or, or like it's a guy on the Giants that hits a bunch of doubles. You take away the space, and you've got maximum double D balls. <laughs> yeah. Or even they didn't know how to spell MXC, or MXC was taken already. I'm sure they fit scrotal cups in the same the same scale they fit bra cups, right? So double D balls, that's got to be real. Sure. Really makes it, are you ready for this one? Are you ready for this one? Brace yourself. You're sitting down, puts a new spin on your old bust size. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Listener, if you find yourself organically talking about breasts and testicles at the same time, feel free to use that joke. Yep. Now, how long of that silence am I going to leave in? That's the real question. (sighs) I don't know, man. All of it, I hope. There's only one way to find out, and that's to have listened, which you just did. Thank you, dear listener, for listening. Feel free to write in roadsodaspod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, roadsodaspod at instagram.com. Go to, go to Essex, New Jersey and eat a muffin at instagram.com. I was actually thinking about moving away from Boston to Essex County, New Jersey. I was thinking Essex, Ohio for some reason. Hmm. Friends don't let friends live in Ohio. (gasps) And on that note, Go fuck yourself. As we say every week, (laughs) God fuck us, everyone. Everyone.